1: Visit sprout.ph slash payrollstartermonthly5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode.
0: And this goes back to having a strong culture again. I'm really advocating, you know, um, creating a really strong team culture within your startup because without that, my team would have left a long time ago. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now, here's your host. Ronster Bae-Pyong.
1: Welcome to episode 8 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And in this episode, we're going to be having quite a bit of fun because we're going to be talking about fashion a lot. But before that, let's let's, let's just take a quick roundup of what this podcast is about. Hustle Share is a podcast that lets you improve your hustle by listening to other hustlers. So if this is your first time, welcome. I appreciate you guys being here. So just to give you a heads up, right? This is not, a, this is an NSFW kind of podcast so if you you expect that this is going to be all fine and dandy if you're playing this loud in your office if there especially if there's kids around i am mean, giving you a heads up because there's going to be a lot of flying f-bombs a lot of cuss words because this podcast is all about keeping it real so if you're not comfortable with that you may turn off the dial now and go to uh more safe for work uh podcast but if you do then let's go so this episode we're going to be featuring a very interesting individual her name is abby victorino right she is the founder and ceo of stylegenie.ph her story is very interesting because she used to be or her hustle used to be a fashion model And then today in this episode, we're going to be talking about how he transitioned from being a struggling fashion model to losing her job, all the way to like venturing into something totally different than fashion, which is e-commerce, and then how she put up Style Genie as her startup. The beauty about this episode also is we're going to be talking about this very good movement that a lot of women, that's what I've mentioned in the past episodes, we're going to be featuring a lot of uh, women hustlers out there and uh, Abby is a big advocate of the girl boss movement. So we're also gonna be talking about that and the struggles. So if you're down for that, let's begin the episode right now. Welcome to episode eight of Hustle Share. And again, as promised, uh, we're gonna be uh, featuring a lot of women hustlers out there. And today we're going to be talking to one female hustler that I've known for a while. Um, yeah, we're actually batchmates. Come
0: on, yes. go to Mashins.
1: <laughs> um, her name is Abby. Wait, Abby Mendoza or Abby Victorino? Because that's very confusing.
0: Okay, my full name is Abigail Joyce Victorino Mendoza. Okay. I'm not. they did not get married. Okay, okay. My, my middle name is Victorino, but I use Victorino because. Wala lang. Okay, there's cool. not a lot of victory. There, there.
1: Yes, yes. Mendoza is more common out there. Yeah. Correct, but it's just, it's, it's weird. Just like, you know, there's a span that, like, I, I didn't get to engage with you for, for a while uh, during the grind, like mm-hmm. the valley of death for me. And there's like, I saw it like, it's not Abby Mendoza. just like, <laughs> yeah, it's the same girl. Okay, perfect. So Abby, welcome to the show.
0: Welcome to me. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Ron. No, no,
1: it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's been a pleasure. And then you're you're one of those um, people that I've been very, very interested to put here because mm-hmm. um, your, your, your journey has been very unique as well, right? So, again, you've heard some of the episodes and now it's you on the spot. So, Abby, what's your hustle?
0: My hustle, so I'm the founder and CEO mm-hmm. of Style Genie. That's basically my full-time job. Uh, I also have another startup which is Curated Creates but Oh, that's not, you have two now I Yeah, know. I have okay. two now but that's uh, where my co-founder comes in okay. um, and my best friend comes in okay. um, and then aside from that I'm also an e-commerce consultant for mm. like, you know, traditional enterprises right. so I help them sort of jump into
1: yes. the digital if they, if transformation not here, yeah, they're, they're Yes, too
0: late. and on the side I also do some workshops okay. about you know, online businesses
1: You're a teacher as well
0: I did last year. Uh, okay. I did the full year last year. I was a pre uh, an e-commerce professor at Assumption College. Wow. There is and a
1: subject called e-commerce in Assumption. it. It wasn't
0: uh, elective. So that's okay. a sad thing. It's just an elective and okay. you know uh, they're lucky enough that the the dean was actually, you know, interested nice. to you know inject some courses about uh e-commerce and digital marketing so i did that for yeah. a year but now i need to really focus on style genie so yeah
1: all in just like all what in. Uh, <laughs> yep, just like what uh monica said uh in the episode before this that you know all in or nothing yes there okay so abby um for style genie what 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 does style genie do what's the problem that you guys are trying to solve
0: yes yeah, so i think it just it really came from a personal problem of mine. Okay. I'm not really a stylish person per se. I really? don't think nah. myself as really?
1: such. No, Oh
0: well, thanks to Style Genie now. Okay. But you know, uh, way back uh, and until uh, until today, I guess it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a common problem among. Uh, women, mm. uh, most importantly, women, because yeah. you know every morning, every morning you wake up, you're in a good mood. you yep. you, know, you shower, you're singing in the shower, and yep. then you go out of the shower, and then you open your closet, and there's a lot of clothes, but you, you're like. <laughs> I have nothing to wear. It's a million-dollar question. Yeah. Right? My so, girlfriend, my Exactly. It's like, there's yeah. a lot of clothes in front of you. There's also a lot of options on, yeah. uh, on e-commerce now, marketplaces, et cetera. Right. There's a lot of brands coming in offline yep. to the malls. Mm-hmm. But you're just like, what am I going to wear? What style mm-hmm. suits me? And there's a common, uh, you know, people believe that the stylists are just mm-hmm. for celebrities and, no, no. you know, corporate. Uh, you know VIPs etc so we want to break that and we want Mm -hmm. to offer styling to you know normal people like us because we need to be stylish too
1: yes (laughs) and I I agree and um, just a little uh, story on the side Mm -hmm. my girlfriend is also a stylist Oh, cool. You yes, she...
0: should hire her.
1: <laughs> no, like okay, here's, here's the thing. Since we came into a relationship, my queen, mm-hmm. I had to step up my style game. I didn't care what I was wearing before. <laughs> now I gotta like, got like, that shit's got to match and all that. Yeah. So she styled before in, uh, in magazines and whatnot. She joined this, um, this, this contest in Alabang Town Center, the one that Jeff Galang also won. Mm-hmm. The year before, she was the winner. Wow. And then um, she did that full-time and whatnot. And then when we came to the, re- to the relationship, I got sort of exposed to that. So now I know how difficult it is from a stylist's point of view to do one thing that's very, very tedious and fucking frustrating. Super. Motherfucking pull-outs. Super. Pull-out.
0: <laughs> Super. So I'm the guy
1: walking through store to, store to store to store to pull out all these these stuff so that people or the <laughs> talent or whoever, whether it's yeah. a magazine for a photo shoot and whatnot. Yes. You'll do that. So styling since I met her, I was now okay. I understand how yeah. important it is. And that's a problem that you're trying to enable people to have now. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Yes. So that's our goal really, mm-hmm. you know, to make every customer feel good about themselves. Okay. With you know, starting from the way they look, the right. way they dress and
1: And that's yeah. true. Because, you know, it, if there's something that's the easiest to to augment in terms of your look mm. is how you should dress up. Yeah, you know, I did before. I didn't realize that you know, uh, my my the the fit of my clothes actually it affects matter.
0: you. Correct. Yeah. So there's actually a study mm. about it. Mm. You know, the, the the clothes that you wear, yeah, the the options of clothing that you choose to do, yeah. to wear on a daily basis mm-hmm. really affects your mood and your your yes. health even your confidence, your o- overall confidence. Yeah. So and uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, you dress up in the morning, you chose to wear, you, yeah. you like put that on, and then it's not too fit or you don't yeah. really like it but you have no choice True. so you wear it but it affects you on the whole day
1: correct right? and, then, and then you do the mood the confidence level and then you look at, especially if it's an event that people dress up for exactly, like, exactly. Uh, or you're going yeah. to a
0: pitch right. or you're going to present mm-hmm. your, your business to someone right yeah. when you're not that confident the measure man.
1: No, correct. Right. Or you have to really dig deep and like, alright, I got <laughs> it's like this uh pursuit of happiness. Like you know, remember that scene where he had paint all over. It was yes. like, and they're asking him, right, why should we hire you if you had paint all over your, your body and whatnot? Yeah. So yeah, something like that. Okay. Now, Abby, um, in terms of style genie, how does that work? So okay, you are trying to uh, get people to be stylish. Mm-hmm. Stylish. Okay. Yes. How do you solve that problem, really? Like, uh, do people just go to you and like, hey, I mm-hmm. don't need to be styled, or how does that work?
0: Yeah, so uh, we're bringing the real traditional way of hiring a stylist. Mm-hmm. So we're all digital. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't really need to, you know, interact with a person because, mm. you know, when you go when you go to shop, do you? When you go to shops, for okay. example, you don't want Ate around, uh, following you around. No. What do you need? Yeah. <laughs> right? So, what we do is uh, we, we uh, built a website okay. where you just go, it's stylegenie.ph.
1: Stylegenie.ph. Yes. Yep. And
0: then you answer a quick quiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it a style profile.
1: Okay. So, you create
0: it in under like three minutes, depends on how well you know your sizing. So, it's
1: and like all. a KYC. Like it's I like a KYC, yeah.
0: but okay. it's all about you. Like okay. your height, your skin tone, your occupation. Wow, skin tone. Right. Yeah, we have a lot of um, uh, questions. And the, the questions that we have now in the form are <laughs> pretty much iterated mm-hmm. uh, according to what the stylists just need. No, right. no other unnecessary questions. Sure. And then after that, you choose a budget.
1: Ah, which is very important because I'll be like, yep. all right, I like this, but I can only afford this much. Yeah. Right?
0: So <laughs> you choose a budget, and then that's it. Our stylist will work on that budget nice. and then deliver it within three days to your doorstep.
1: Three days? Three days. That's yeah, awesome. before
0: it uh, of course when we started it wasn't three days because we didn't have that right. much pull outs. Sure. We didn't have a lot of brands when we started. Mm-hmm. But now that we have partnered with more brands, then okay. we can do uh, on demand like three days. Not okay. not yet next day, but three days, maybe soon okay, next three days day. <laughs> is enough.
1: But just people people prepare ahead of time anyway. Yeah. Like I remember my queen that she was mm-hmm. always like, Hey, she's like more before her, yeah. I call my shit outfits. <laughs> and now she calls it a look. I'm like, okay, what is a look? look. <laughs> also, this is the whole thing, even all the way down to the details yes. of accessories, details and whatnot, right? Correct. Like, oh, correct. I like your, your, like you know, everything, even the yeah. way she like she does her herself she's also a girl boss like you yeah. so you know if, 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 during weekends I'm I'm just her assistant yeah I'm I met your... her
0: once in Kubo yes right? your queen right. yeah the queen that's yeah.
1: love of my life I love you <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's also happy women's
0: month to her yes to everyone again. listening
1: Absolutely. All right. Before we get too carried away <laughs> with my love life and my queen, so Abby, since you launched this, um, let's backtrack a bit of of how you started. Because again, uh, like, like I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier in the uh, uh, earlier today, like you are my batchmate. Right? Yes. And from what I know, how I know you, <laughs> I always go to your office because you're part of the student council in UST. Yes. Right. How did that happen? How did Like, you know, your journey from being from school all the way through, or Mm -hmm. at least walk back if you want to ride the time machine. We have a hustle share time machine. How did your love for fashion, like, like Mm -hmm. evolve to to, to where it is now? Let's start with that. Right,
0: right. So, so college, right? right? So I was Majoring marketing, yep. um, but then even then, I remember my first ever like business was in Multiplypa. I ah. was selling. Um, I was doing crochet lanyards. I'm wow. not sure if you've seen those in USD, but I I do crochet. <laughs> That's my hobby because I'm a
1: tita already. But <laughs> I'm a tita by nature, but no, I'm a, I
0: have a really strict uh, mom, okay. so I was I didn't have any social life there aside from student council. Mm. I was just really school USD buy USD really? and go home wow. straight. And then my hobby was crochet, and I do those little. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not judging, but I have. No, it's very tita. You won't even picture me doing that, then right? you but that
1: shit. That's right?
0: that's real. So that sure. was my first ever like business, and I okay. sold it on multiplying okay. but I realized. My buyers then were were from FEU, from like oh. USTC, fat all the way to the other bu- uh, buildings yeah, yeah, in yeah. in ano uh, So I was right. like, wow, that's e-commerce for us yeah. before, right? right. Um, and then, but then after that, because I was in a marketing major, I sure. worked for an advertising agency mm. for a year, and I also oh, you were
1: doing modeling. I remember. I but... also modeled, there you so go.
0: I was. I'm also a breadwinner, okay. so because my mom and dad are separated, um, so. Early on, I, I, I yeah. I That's yeah. What it is. So right. I'm a breadwinner and then early yeah. on, I knew that if I want to get something and if I want to help the family, I should learn how to earn, right? Yep. So I did modeling. That was also by accident. Okay. Uh, someone just, yeah, wow, discovered.
1: Right? <laughs> I think that was David salon.
0: Before, yeah. like But before that, you know what I did? Okay. I did some modeling. I was a hand model. Oh! Yeah! Oh, I <laughs> was a hand okay. model and then I became a hair model for right. David Salo and Davines.
1: Let's talk about that hustle. How do you even like... It, it's not... Nothing's really a total accident per se. You know, you mm-hmm. bump into them and there's opportunities because majority yeah. of the time, right? Opportunities yeah. comes and it looks like work. But yeah. they don't realize that, fuck, this is an opportunity. And That's yeah. why people don't take advantage of it too mm-hmm. much, right? But for you, how did you seek out the opportunities and took advantage of them?
0: Well, so... Uh, I remember it was first for uh, my cousin was mm-hmm. a, a young boy. I think seven-year-old <laughs> seven uh, talent for okay. a commercial is for oh. ABS-CBN. Can I say that? For ABS-CBN. Yeah, lo- like, nobody's paying. Uh, like, we okay. don't have enough well, I mean, rights here. <laughs> <laughs> it was for <laughs> ABS-CBN station ID. And then oh. I just accompanied uh, him and my tita. Because he's a single mom. Din yung tita okay. ko. So uh, I accompanied them as a... As a a very good ate. Okay. <laughs> and then, Narapita, and then ate, not right. a auntie, but a talent manager saw me just sitting there and said, you know what? You can be a model. Really? So those
1: stories are really true? That like, all, yeah. all of a sudden, he's like, okay. I
0: was just really eating. we <laughs> were <laughs> <laughs> right, on right, the right, sides right. of the, the behind the scenes. I right. was just eating. And then suddenly he approached me. Do you want to become a talent? I go, what's that? <laughs> i just like, no, just, you know, we'll pay you. We'll pay oh, you. Just okay. act for a short, uh, a short uh, line or a short yeah. uh, scene. A VTR, and I was like, it's it paid? The... Okay. Oh, yeah. I was, I was yeah, 17. I okay. was 17. I was like, okay.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> I was still
0: in college then. So, yeah. and then after that, that, that talent uh, agent okay. booked me for another commercial and another commercial and another commercial. Wow. So it was all small commercials, but my biggest one would be, I think, David Salon. Yes, And Dakasi, like, a... Milk Tea. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See? So those days... Hustling. And I even uh, went to Berlin for a hair show.
1: No fucking Germany. way. Germany. My first Germany. ever
0: out-of-country trip was... West Berlin, West, Berlin, West Berlin. Germany. <laughs> and it was for a hair
1: show. Wow. Yeah.
0: So represent that's Philippines. Yeah, that's that is it.
1: amazing. So yep. from that point, okay, you... D- after college, you're already hustling. And then like, I modeled. Like, uh, and then you did advertising agency. Yeah, for, for a year. For a year, okay. And then
0: I, uh, I kind of uh, went to like an explore exploration. You know, when you're young, you don't yeah. know what to you do. Need to find yourself. <laughs> and That's then what I, was, call uh, I was getting a lot of modeling jobs as well. And I was okay. kind of, you know, confused. Like, should I just continue modeling full time right. and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I did, uh, I sort of did modeling for like two years. Right? Oh, I even went wow. to Singapore and Malaysia a
1: you're a top-notch model. Nobody people. No, get, I'm not.
0: I mean, no,
1: but people don't get set out if they're butt ugly I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to like you maybe, know, but yeah, I right. think
0: for model uh, like industry, talaga, I'm too short and I'm not that
1: Dude, anorexic thin. You are right? short. I but look I, like a midget beside you. What the hell? <laughs> I, that's I mean, why I don't. You, model there's two standard. people I avoid in the startup industry, mm-hmm. especially women like you, <laughs> you and Natasha. Whenever we're taking this, like, I'm not gonna stand beside like oh look. Yeah.
0: Natasha was a model too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I was like,
1: I'm not going to sit beside you guys or stand beside you. Like, I want to be far right, far left, but not between those girls. Especially in between, I look like an idiot. (laughs) Anyway, so here's the thing. Question question about this, Abby. So you were technically, for lack of better terms, you were trying to find yourself, right? Yes. But during the advertising agency, was there a paradigm shift of how you like, all right, um, was there a big realization of like, all right, I don't want to work for someone or... Do you, if you're going to work for someone, you want to get into something that would actually add on to what you want to do long-term.
0: Hmm. Um. As far as I remember, when I was working for an ad agency, it was really, uh, and I don't know if you've heard about this, but ad agency people are really like, either masochistic or they're just yeah. martyrs. Yeah. Because you have to really go over time and I yeah. really admire people who stay in advertising yeah. for long. It's no joke. Because it's no joke. You yeah. have to be uh you know you have to be always on for your clients. Yeah, and you're you're Even creative
1: if, you're always you're you have thinking creative, creative shit, things right? yeah. and
0: you cannot sleep until the work is done. True. Because sometimes the You know, the deadlines are tight. Deadlines are so tight. The expectations are not
1: realistic. Exactly. So,
0: yeah, so it was really cutthroat. And I was like, "Mm, I don't think I can survive in this at this age. And I want to have fun. So, uh, I did choose the the more fun um, route route. so I went modeling and then but after that uh, after two years of you know juggling Mm -hmm. uh, modeling going to BTRs auditions and stuff it's also a cutthroat environment because at that time 2015 2015, Mm -hmm. all the foreign models started coming in to Philippines i don't know if you've noticed but yeah oh. so many filipino models actually like lost jobs you know really? because they preferred the caucasians they preferred the russians wow. they prefer the brazilians so yeah so it was also really sad for the filipino models which you can see now in the u.s before <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kelsey <laughs> mary not Kelsey Mary, but like more like uh sila janine no, like Aya Abisamez, for yeah. example, Jaflores. They're, they're all wow. in New York now. Shoot. Either oh, beauty, so oh, wow. beauty queens. Either beauty queens are like really international. And I'm Correct. really happy for them. So, mm-hmm. But then for me, since I was not that tall and I was not that thin, so I was like, I, maybe I should uh, look for another job. Already. Okay. Maybe back in advertising. So okay. another accident was, so I applied for advertising companies. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally applied to an e-commerce company.
1: Which is cash, cash, Binoy. Cash, cash, binoy. Shout yes! out Frederick Levy. Fred, Levy, my Ta-da. previous boss, yes. my dad. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. that was really your first foray into to e-commerce. e-commerce. And yeah, I remember Fred. He's like one of the 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 like the, the earliest dudes out there. It, yeah. I, also, had a little background. Yeah. Fred is sort of our, our my first job to after. College, Mm -hmm. uh, I did the nightlife thing, right? Yeah. And that didn't work. I stopped that for a year Mm -hmm. because I felt like there was something missing in me. I knew how to talk, but I didn't know how to close. Yeah. It's like, there's some like, you know, you're always like, you're so good at it, but you never got the girl, you know, something like (laughs) that, you know? So I joined Groupon
0: Ah, for one year
1: and I was one of those founding members there and whatnot.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: yeah, I did Groupon for a good year. My longest employment ever was 11 months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh my God, what, what, what I learned in Groupon is stuff that I still uh, use now and yeah. the stuff that I teach my team. Yes. Because everybody in that team in Groupon, if you mm-hmm. look at us now, we're all either owners of our company or country managers. Of, mm-hmm. of just like, that yeah. is like an all-star team ever. True. But and, and again, group buying opened my eyes to how... Like how how strong and how uh, feasible e commerce and yes. then, and then yes. stuff here in the Philippines. Definitely. Was. Okay, now let's take a quick break, Abby, and sure. let's talk about your journey and how you how you how Cash Cashmanoy opened your eyes into the world of e commerce. More of that after the break.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hey, guys. I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Welcome back from the break. Uh, we're still with Abby Mendoza. I'll call you Mendoza because it's like... Okay,
0: it's, fine. <laughs> right. Okay,
1: Abby Victorina. All right, sure. All right. So, Abby, uh, before the break, you mentioned about your journey into accidentally uh, joining an e-commerce company, which yeah. is Cash Cash, one of the top mm-hmm. group buying sites in the country back in the days. So, like yes. I'm scared all the time before. It's like, oh, fuck, there's someone from Cash Cash here because I cannot <laughs> offer the type of stuff you guys mm-hmm. can give. Right, yeah. and then we all know what happened after that. But how? What was your first? How was your your, your journey, or how was your experience mm-hmm. uh, going to e-commerce? And what did that give you, or what did you learn from that?
0: Yeah. So for Cash Cash Penny, my role was really a fashion buyer. Fashion so they, buyer on the job ad, it was like business ad. So I thought it was like an account executive role for a okay. marketing agency. Is right. like okay, but it, but when I went to like three different interviews. Mm-hmm. And I just really felt something in the atmosphere, in the right. Cash Cash Better office. And I felt like, this is
1: you this is something
0: there. else. Like This right. is new. And then I didn't know, back then, you know, startups weren't really yep. like, a key term then. That only started right? here in the
1: Philippines around 2012. We yeah. were very few. Like, exactly. Yeah.
0: But then I, I, I fell in love with it. We started... In the fashion category right. alone, we started like 3 million sales when I came in. Wow. And then after five months, it grew to like 15 Boom. million.
1: What does a fashion buyer do just to shed light okay. for those people?
0: So it's very similar to us, what I still do. So basically, okay. we source brands from everywhere. Okay. Um, they gave us a selection of a lot of SKUs. Okay. And for me, my role is to pick, to select, ah. which I think would sell in the Philippine
1: uh, market.
0: So that's what I I did. Uh Uh, Imagine uh, browsing through 8,000 SKUs per day and just choosing 100. Shit. Out of just pictures and pricing and stuff. You know, there's a lot of, of course... um, So you uh, curate all of these things. I curate these things. Way before, way, way back, I wasn't really style unique. I didn't know I was going to end up you know, curating no, and Curating sense, boxes yeah. for individuals But yeah, right. so that's what I did It was for mass It's like shopping for everyone else Okay,
1: makes sense Yeah And then what in this, in this role You're doing sh- Like picking up the, the best ones That you can see Yeah, out of the and pile. negotiating
0: deals Of course Because it's a good buying right, right? Uh, site and, So it yep. has to be Like a very good discount That makes sense in Okay. Time.
1: How long did you stay in Cash Cash?
0: Uh, I stayed there for two years. Wow! Yeah, and then I got pirated by
1: Zalora. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, again, another mammoth. (laughs) Yes. Which now specializes. And it was a bigger
0: one, but it's specializing in fashion. Okay. Now, with
1: with CashCast, before we go to Zalora, mm -hmm. what were the main things or what did that give you from that experience? Oh, my God.
0: A lot. I learned a lot from Fred, from the team. So we were... uh, Because it's a product team, right? Mm -hmm. But there was no manual at all that was the first time figure that it out. you have to figure it out right. like you want to do something you want to reach your sales figure it out and right. then it's it's everything's new it's online yep. it's discount it's a, it's a very yep. fast-paced um, sure. environment because you have to have a time limit and there's a lot of competition like sure. Groupon, like. Metro hey, by the Neo. time done, I was, you were there I already <laughs> left.
1: I was doing. The yeah, so, yeah. It, it's
0: really a tough competition, and of course the it's mm-hmm. very challenging because there's lack of trust back ah. then. Uh, you know Filipinos were. in uh, really a bad rep. To,
1: it had a very bad uh, rep at that. point. Yeah, there.
0: one one wrong thing is gonna really.
1: Yeah. I remember all the hate shit that yeah, people got a
0: lot. Of, one complaint can lead to a massive right. Facebook or you know.
1: But with that, that's where you really fell in love. With, I with fell e-commerce. in love with
0: the power of e-commerce. Right. You know, imagine because we were doing pre-orders then. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pre-orders mean that the items are not with us. Right. Uh, so meaning we only have photos yes. or a sample that was taken uh, that that has photos. Right. And. And that could lead to millions of sales. Nice. It's just a photo and some good captions, right? <laughs> like a really good, um, you know, description of the stuff and a the good fine deal print also, yeah. And the, the, copy. the delivery copy and the, the delivery promise, the pricing, True. the discounts, and it could really make your merchants millionaires. True. And I fell in love with, with, you know, the purpose of also helping these um, sellers, yeah. these brands. Yeah, so.
1: That's great. So now, since you, the, you're, you're like one of the top girls or girl <laughs> boss already in, uh, in, in uh, Cash Cash, you were pirated by Zalora. Which again, this is like going to the next level, right? <laughs> My goodness, Zalora. Um, and in Zalora, what did you do?
0: So Zalora, so I believe the purpose is really um, to start their international fashion buying as well.
1: Wow. But I'm not sure
0: if I really can say this, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we all know Zalora is a regional, it's a big yep. um rocket, company, internet. rocket internet, right? So but,
1: Groupon, FYI, is mm. also a rocket company.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs>
1: so we're like sister companies okay. before. So it's the same same dudes yeah. as well so that, that, that that fund that.
0: Yeah, so basically I did uh, because they weren't buying from international brands back then. Mm. But I was doing that already for Cash Cash Pinoy. Okay. So basically I helped them, you know, create the process and how to get, uh, you know, nice. how to source brands from outside the country. But then it got cut uh, short because uh, the regional didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> so okay. they wanted, uh, and I think the, the the purpose also was to, or maybe they pivoted to uh, focusing on local brands, and
1: local so buyers. many SKUs, and, or yeah. again, China also. So, yeah. uh, China is the main catalyst mm-hmm. to, to, to this whole thing. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, China a mixed <clears throat> bag, right? Because China with uh, what Alibaba was been able was able to do, which again we will talk about later, because yes. you went head to head with the founder of Alibaba, Jack Ma. Jack Ma. Yes, yes. so yes. we'll talk about that later on t- through your journey. But so, Zalora. After, um, what what did you learn from that experience mm-hmm. and then how long did you stay in Zalora?
0: Zalora, so working for a bigger company was right. really, uh, I kind of felt that when you're, a st- uh, when you're from a startup like Cash Cash Pinoy yeah. and you grow bigger like Zalora, yep. you're kind of, you kind of have to strengthen the culture. Yep. And you also have to, especially when you have a lot of money, yep. I think you also have to like, I learned that there's a lot of things that you can do with the money, but yeah. also there's a lot of things you that you with. can fuck up with when you have a lot of money. Absolutely. So that taught me a lot on you know, maybe like how to use marketing funds wisely true. and how to also protect a culture
1: no matter,
0: no matter how big you get. Yeah. So I didn't stay in Zalora for a long time. I got pirated again. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Uh,
0: by voyager innovations i i i jumped to um voyagers e-commerce voyager yeah so it's under plet uh, smart
1: shout out dindo what up
0: yeah hi Dindo. (laughs) my boss name was mitch padua joel cordova so Mm. yeah and then uh so i moved to voyager innovation but I stayed there for the longest time, actually. My longest employment was with Voyager. I worked there for two years and eight months. Nice. Yeah.
1: And what I love about Voyager is that they don't... I I know so many startup founders that come from Voyager. Yes, Uh, a lot. Because they don't prevent you from getting your, your, your thing going. Yeah. Right. And through Voyager... Now you've done. Now you're you're a black belt by then when you go to Voyager, right? <laughs> yeah. You've done Cash Cash. You've done Zalora. Now you're Voyager. in, jo- in Voyager. Yeah. What was your role?
0: My role then was an e-commerce um, uh, solution specialist. Mm-hmm. So it's also um, like we're focused on e- enterprises or like traditional big company, uh, big companies like Philippine Airlines. Okay. Um, Avon, etc. Wow. So the big companies who wants to go e-commerce or digital, but don't know how yet. So, so you're that these enabler, are the yeah, the ones that we have. Sun Life Insurance. Nice. So those are my my clients back then. Awesome. Um, but of course, it's very uh, like how to say it 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 veered away from my fashion, you know, my yeah. fashion dream. But still e-commerce. But still e-commerce, and I like it because I want to see what impact. E-commerce can still do for sure. like bigger companies.
1: Now, Abby, was this the time where style g was born? Yes. Okay. Then how did <laughs> how did that happen?
0: So when I was working uh, for Voyager, I kind of missed fashion. Okay. So I wanted to do something fashion, but I don't want to start another online, like a mini online brand okay. of my own, or right. another online marketplace because I don't want to compete with Zalora. I love those guys. Yeah. So. Um, I said, what can I do that would create value in, you know, in terms of fashion, in terms of the online shoppers for clothes? Because I still want to work with clothes and accessories. Mm -hmm. And then, so I just, you know, I just floated the idea. For okay. a while. And then one lucky, you know, one lunch, right. uh, I was eating a diet delivery meal. You oh, know wow. those diet delivery plans I, that they uh, deliver I every know, morning? I know, but I've never ordered. <laughs> <laughs> so I was subscribed I to food, uh, right. uh, Diet Diva. Hi, Diet Diva.
1: Diet Diva. I'm <laughs> so
0: so going sponsor okay. <laughs> there, you go.
1: there you are. <laughs> I need mean, some Diet Diva stuff. I need, I
0: need, I need it again. So anyway, right. <laughs> so I was subscribed to that and I was eating lunch and I was thinking... Hey, one of the main, uh, two main problems every day is solved right. now. Because my okay. two problems every day is knowing what to eat, okay. where to buy food, okay. because you're busy with Voyager life, right? Yep. Yep. And then the second problem is, what am I going to wear? Okay. So I was like, okay, the first one is solved. And I was thinking, why isn't there any subscription for clothes?
1: Okay. And then
0: that's it. The light bulb moment.
1: Eureka. Hey,
0: I know, the, I know the brands. I know the stylists because I used oh. to model. And I know the logistics guys and e-commerce guys. Yeah. And so you payment. had it all in your
1: palm. You just literally like, just like, it's there. I just,
0: yeah. you know, I just drew it. I just wrote it down. I okay. worked on it for, I made an ugly five slide deck.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Just to Everybody, explain,
0: yeah. just to, you know, like yeah, organize yeah. thoughts. Gather your thoughts yes. and put it there, right. And then I pitched it to my closest friends. Most, okay. All of them are girls. And well, luckily, right. four of them, you know, they, their eyes sparkled and said, you know what? This is that's a real not... problem. Right. This, is, yeah. this is real. Yeah. Like, I know a couple of people who shouts, yeah. I have nothing to wear every morning. Yeah. So, like, why not? So that's you have it.
1: nothing to wear, but if you look at the closet, it's full. Yeah, it's full. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Exactly, right. exactly. Okay, so now, how did you create now? You're into this. You had a five-slide deck. Yeah. What was your MVP? And how did you decide it? Right, MVP
0: in. was a WordPress site. Okay.
1: WordPress. <laughs> my,
0: my friend who does you know, freelance web design helped okay. me. Uh, so it was a WordPress site. And we launched it just for a pre-order because okay. I know, and this is what I learned from Cash Cash Pinoy. Right. It's like, no, why not just we gather a few SKO. orders? Let's see if yeah. we get like the first hundred or first even 20. I'll be happy if, okay. you know, 20 um, strangers uh, sure. order it. sure. Because it validates it, right? Mm-hmm. But so we we launched it August 1, 2016. Mm-hmm. and by August by August sixteen, because we had a we had a cut. No, by August twenty, we already had a, we already have sixty orders. Wow! And Holy none shit. of those are my friends. Oh, <laughs> how did
1: you get that? Like, what's uh, that's okay, a hustle and it's, that's, getting early adapters in startups is adapters. probably the hardest thing you can ever do. Yeah, because majority of the time, I, I, like I mentioned in the other episode with joseph like the first ones that you're always gonna go to the lowest hanging fruit would be um friends fools and family yes right but random customers that really like your shit Mm -hmm. is very different i know i know the feeling um, (laughs) of how how much joy it's gonna be like holy shit i I can still remember
0: my first customer right
1: okay so from that point and you you got the 60 how did you get them like
0: Okay, so the real hustle before launching on August first, twenty sixteen, right. we had uh, one major shoot, mm-hmm. but it was also like, of course, bootstrapped because we mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of budget. Mm-hmm. So I just um, talked to my previous mod- uh, my, my friends from the modeling right. industry, and said, "Hey, I need a video." And my friends from Zalora, "Hey, can you help me with the production and stuff?" Mm-hmm. So so we produced a video, and nice. it was all Fire about Festival explaining. Stuff. explaining yeah <laughs> no <laughs> like, no more of a, uh, more of explaining uh, about yeah. the problem, the dilemma okay. of you know thinking right. about what to wear right. and yeah we just had one product then nice. and the delivery was like, so imagine you order August 1 two thirty, 30, mm-hmm. but your delivery is September 15 wow. So it was a really long mm-hmm. wait, but people were willing to pay for it right. and I was just so happy because they related to the video and there was an action.
1: Now how did that? happen now you have customers and you know you have a real customer when they're Mm -hmm. not just signing up Yeah, they're literally giving throwing their money on the screen like boom get my money get my money (laughs) shut
0: up and take my money
1: (laughs) exactly that's what it is so when you get that and then now you have to deliver Yes, the promise Mm -hmm. were there challenges from how you thought it would work and how now it became a reality
0: of course so back then I only have two people working with me Okay. but majority was still just me I and did the boxes okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah my partners weren't full time they had their full time jobs but okay. they invested money okay. uh, to help me okay. we started with like how much is that I think 150k Oh, That's not it. bad. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so it was all on the video and the boxes because yep. we paid for, we had a really cute um, style box. Yep. So yeah, and I, I can remember I was still, you know, carrying bulk of boxes here Shit. and there. Yep. And I was literally the, I was personally, personally buying the items because okay. back then we don't have brands working with us because right. they don't know who we are. They know what to do.
1: You so to we source literally shop for yeah. clothes
0: in in stores. Wow. Uh, we read each profile, we shop for them, and nice. then we package it neatly in a box and then deliver it.
1: That is amazing. Now, Abby, let's take another quick okay. break, and then after the break, we'll be discussing. From now, you're doing this like part time or part because you're yes, sidelined yeah, side-line. and and now you took the whole fucking leap. Yeah, and <laughs> to the valley of death where people <laughs> either make it or break it, but you're doing well. So yeah, more of that after the break. has to be covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax pay stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit payroll starter monthly 5 k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions, liberating your time for what truly really matters. Hey, hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, And we're back from the break. We're still with Abby Victorino. Now, see, I, I, yes. I, I, I said it right for the, final, for, the, for the last time. Anyway, Abby, so you before the break, you mentioned that you're, when you were doing Style Genie, you were still doing it uh, part-time because you yeah. still had a day job. Yes. But technically, you are doing it full-time because you're doing it, doing it all majority of the time. Mm-hmm. When was the time when you said, you know what, Mitch, Dindo, <laughs> I gotta do this. I'm sorry, right? But what what was that that moment, or what is that mm-hmm. that, that, that that thing that pushed you to do this yeah. full time? But
0: first of all, I'm very thankful to my bosses then because mm-hmm. they were so supportive. Yep. And I actually attempted to re- resign like a couple of times, but Mitch was like, no. You can do that. <laughs> you can do it on the side. I'll right. ho- I'll help you. And then he's yeah. my first mentor. Actually, him yeah. him and Javi. Javi is one of the. You know, r- there's
1: one founder. It's also a female founder. That yeah. uh, that's a protege of Mitch. Oh,
0: who's, who's this?
1: Val Balasse. thirty under I haven't, thirty. Haven't I haven't met Pico? Her.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. so I was Came very Voyager, thankful. I was I was almost free to do whatever I want as yeah. long as I bring the contracts in, right. <laughs> um and. But then sales were ramping up, and we got into we actually got a grant from Ideaspace.
1: Oh Thank you there so you much,
0: Idea Space. that was equity free, 500,000 awesome. and the scholarship. Yes. it aimed. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, right. it took a lot of time away, of course, from my day job because sure. uh, we had to do um, yeah, that's
1: not kind, of like not right, kind of right, like a master's kind of like a free
0: master's in aim, right? Uh, Asian Institute of Management. so. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, uh, 2018, January, I remember. I just literally... Like broke down to my co-founders, like I can't do this anymore, and everyone else wasn't full time, right? Yeah, someone has to go full time, yeah. and of course, being, someone has being to take the, control of the show. Yeah, so right. and being of course the, the idea behind it, so yeah. it's like, okay, I think it's time, and and yeah, so they let me go finally, right. uh January 2018. So now at the uh, at the time we're speaking, I'm full time for a year and. Two months
1: now, let's talk about that because coming from <laughs> a cushion of what a job can provide
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and going full time is totally different. I miss right. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Sometimes right, I miss right? it. Right, 1530th, ooh, I got yeah. money. And then all of a sudden now, like the first thing, the biggest paradigm shift mm-hmm. happens 1530th, you worry about that date. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, fuck, it's coming. Yeah. And then you look at your bank account like, oh no. I and it's not
0: just money. you, you have employees as well. Oh, so, exactly,
1: you're the last.
0: You're the last. Uh, to For tell a you- good
1: year, when I started Chatbot, uh-huh. Zero salary Me too Yeah Me Zero. too And
0: shout out to everyone Yeah To all founders Who did not take salaries no. yet
1: Why would you do hustle, that I mean you, that's It's the people hustle. first Whatever You're last Exactly And then when there's nothing there Sorry You gotta learn how to survive Yeah So okay Abby you jump
0: Mm-hmm
1: Welcome to the real world Of Startup yes. life mm-hmm. Right um, It's not easy Yeah So after Idea Space After AIM um, What happened
0: so we got a lot of help from the incubators, okay. and I'm so I'm so grateful to the all the incubators mm-hmm. that we have. We have Brain Sparks, we yep. have Launch Garage, we yep. have Kubo. Yep. And I, I told this a while back. Like everyone, That's everyone. That's the top the top accelerators yeah. in the country. And I tell yeah. this to everyone I meet or who asks me, like Sarah found who asked me, what sure. do you get from these? Uh, you know, is it worth to? Yeah. is it worth it to be part of these um, accelerators yeah. incubators? And I always tell them. Each each of them can help you differently, and way, it really right. depends on what you need. And the, I think the hardest part of being a founder is knowing exactly what you need, True. because there's a lot of help available. But if you don't know from you know from you within what right. you really need, Correct. you're not gonna get it. Or right. even if you know and you don't mm-hmm. know how to ask, then no.
1: And that's the thing you're not gonna in, get in, it in business. <laughs> Unlike in, 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 in employment, right, where people would literally, especially if you're not in the top of the totem pole, mm-hmm. right, people would have something for you to do. You're yeah. someone's bitch, technically, yeah. right? That, that that shit flows downwards, right? So somehow, some way, someone will tell you what to do. Exactly. In business, it's a totally different dynamic because, mm-hmm. number one, the buck starts with you, yes. right? When, when when that happens, then, all right, everybody's looking at, all right, what do we do now? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, fuck. I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to do. But okay, let's go. Whatever. And then th- that's the thing. And then as you, you mentioned about mentors, you know what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what they can provide. But you got to dig deep and you gotta find time and get their time exactly that's a big fucking hustle in itself yes. because these people are not just fucking bums or whatever yeah. just sitting around yeah they're you have to make as time
0: as well and Correct. when you finally get the time you have to know exactly what you need <laughs>
1: exactly
0: right so, so yeah yeah. but they're a big help mm-hmm. uh, financially though that's another problem <laughs> oh, because so a that's a whole different we can do yeah. a whole episode on fundraising, fundraising. Right. yeah fundraising and it's super hard, especially for Filipino founders. Even, True. even, uh, True. especially me. Uh, I don't know, but I think more. You've read about it, like female founders have less chances of being invested really? in. There's okay. there's a, there's a Shut some light it.
1: into that because um, I watched a video by mm-hmm. Sheryl Sandberg, the yeah. COO of Facebook, mm-hmm. that you know the same type of opportunities can be given to men and they have like a an, an edge. And yeah. this is where we're gonna be talking about the girl boss movement and mm-hmm. whatnot, right? Um for women, there's just odds that are not against that are that are against you. Mm-hmm. You know, so if, if if you say that, you know, there's there's less uh chances of winning or <laughs> less yeah. less chances of Well according winning.
0: just according to like, you know, statistics, it's Correct. really like Less investments that are for female founders. Correct.
1: Yeah. No, but it's 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 something because a lot of I've seen also there's 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 something that the female founders have been able to get funded mm-hmm. that uh, that needed to be taught out there, and I guess that's one thing you can share because you've you've you you you're you're almost there. You're almost, almost there. <laughs> <laughs> like almost Stretch. there. Yeah, yeah So okay, now you're you're full time and whatnot and. You can't. There are times where you can't afford to pay your bills. Yes. Yeah. How do you get by? You now, of course, Sal Genie. Uh, two things. Okay, let's mm-hmm. let's let's simplify that stupid question. All right, yeah. Sorry. How is Sal Genie doing now after Idea Space? How mm-hmm. were you able to survive and, and, and scale? And how were you able to survive as a person? <laughs> So, those are two different hustles. Yes, yes. yeah.
0: As a founder first, or as a startup first, and as a founder. So, after Idea Space and, uh, of course, being part of these incubators, they helped a lot and we saved a lot. Okay. But Admittedly, I have a lot of mistakes as well yep. as a founder, and it learned. We have a favorite word, and it's part of our culture. Okay. We call it validated learning.
1: Validated learning. So
0: as long as you learn, and you know, you yep. validate something, that's mm-hmm. still good. <laughs>
1: and but document. Don't make the same of,
0: I have yeah. a lot of expensive mistakes, and I'm still oh. paying for it now, literally. Okay. <laughs> so expensive mistakes last year, especially in terms of you know marketing and stuff. Sure. I will not go uh, in detail about it, right. but it's hard it, mm. it's really difficult to swallow that you know yeah. shit I, no matter how careful you think you are no. you're gonna fuck it up yep. <laughs> you're gonna fuck up one and way or another it's normal
1: to be honest it has nothing to do with gender it has nothing to I, do of, with course, of course it comes with experience experience and yeah. in my first foray in, 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 in startup land mhm I, yeah, I it's it's a tough pill to swallow mm-hmm. because you live by that. However, one thing I learned is you shouldn't be defined by your mistakes. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so those things uh you're paying for it now? Yes. Uh, do you so want that- to shed some light on what at least in a general speaking term or okay. basically there's a formula right mm-hmm. in startups, right, that your customer acquisition cost should yes. be less than your customers Lifetime value. Mm-hmm. If you're spending more money to acquire a customer, for example, it's too simple math. If yeah. you spent $10 acquiring a customer that would pay you $5,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you are losing $5 yes. already per customer. Yep. Mm-hmm. So was it something in the line of that?
0: Not really. because le- To be honest, our lifetime value is quite good. Okay. And our conversion rate is quite good. Okay. It's just a matter of allocating your budget to the wrong marketing channels yes yeah, let's just put okay. it that way <laughs> okay, and up, uh and also on top of that there's also uh one partner who okay. you know didn't deliver
1: okay it's just normal Right.
0: It's just normal, but it really affected our cash flow because coming from a lean... I mean, we, we're not yet funded. Right. Uh, we don't have... I mean, apart from Ideaspace and a few angels.
1: Yep, I know one angel. Shout we know one angel. Yeah. yeah,
0: aside from that, uh, that's it. We haven't okay. been funded. So it's literally sales. Yeah. Just, we're surviving on sales. And if, <laughs> and if that marketing ch- channel that you choose doesn't perform... Ouch. And then, and then one logistics partner, like, fucks up. Then right. we're basically like dry. <laughs> right, right, right. So. So, yeah, I, we, had, and we're, we have experienced, okay. um, you know, months without salaries. And my team, and this goes back to having a strong culture again. Correct. I'm really advocating, you know, um, creating a really strong team culture True. within your startup. Because without that, my team would have left a long time ago.
1: Absolutely. Because but they don't, oh, I mean, yeah. Who are you, right? right. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and that's one thing. But, but for them to believe.
0: Yeah. That, so, yeah. but it starts with me as well. So going back to your question, like, how am I? Yeah. Uh, as a startup founder, I still believe. I still still strongly believe in our vision, what sure. we're trying to do, and that's a big reason why we're still alive. Yeah. Because that's faith. As one right. of my coaches said, uh, the startup a startup doesn't die until the founder gives up. Yep. Right. So until th- until then, just. No, carry on. Keep going as long as you have going. a pulse. It <laughs> doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Just
1: keep grinding yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Right. True. And I, I've been through both death and, yeah, and rebirth. Yeah, near that death
0: experiences. <laughs> I,
1: I I died. We died. Mm. So that's totally different. And I don't wish that yeah. on anyone. But at the end of the day, again, those mini failures.
0: Mini failures, yeah. but those are validated learning.
1: True. So. And that that actually makes you better. That sets you up. Makes you, you stronger. Up. It sets you so, up now, so much on a personal note, one year of not fucking getting any money <laughs> can make you butt-ass broke. And I, I, I experienced that. I remember being like, ask your mom, I was so embarrassed. Like I was 25-year-old. I mm. mom, I need money.
0: Yeah. Uh, like,
1: right. So how did you survive?
0: We survived on some loans. Okay. Yes, and we're very bootstrap. Like okay. I don't know any company that's more bootstrap than us. But yeah. maybe I just don't know it. Yeah. But uh, so at one point in time, we were actually called like, Style Genie Interns Incorporated wow. <laughs> <laughs> because we had like at some point sixteen interns. Yeah, and they're for international us. interns, by the way. It's yeah, like, some yeah. are international. We have a partnership with Career Up, and they give us nice. um, quarterly on a quarterly basis. They send um, foreign interns to the Philippines, yeah. and
1: like, cool. they're really good this united colors of benedict out here like yeah up, right? <laughs> they're yeah. really
0: good they're really awesome and you know uh, you need that you know some international or like outside view on yeah, things yeah, yeah and so. that can
1: add more value to that mm-hmm. now okay abby you're a big advocate of 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 the girl boss movement mm-hmm. right and so since now uh style genie is on the cusp of finally finally breaking through but we can we can't discuss that right yeah. can we or no? we can not cannot yet get. okay but just watch out cnn philippines starting uh <laughs> this weekend uh you know what i mean but anyway um you're you're now into uh two things right uh you you do the girl boss movement why are you so passionate about that you always post about it mm-hmm. right and then you you post about stuff that that yeah. motivates you and do i do that a lot before yeah. and then i realized uh okay Nobody really gives a fuck, so I'll just keep <laughs> that to myself. But it's a totally different perspective with a girl boss mm-hmm. movement. And uh, yeah. again, I've, my, 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 uh, my lo- the love of my, my queen <laughs> is also a girl boss in herself. She listened to Sophia Amoruso yes. and whatnot. And lately, she also founded a new startup as well because wow, her startup failed. Uh, when we got together, actually, the big cap- thing there is that. She did an e-commerce store for mm-hmm. uh, beach essentials. Oh
0: yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah, the one with the bazaar last.
1: No, that's different. Ah, different. That by was way back. One. Okay, that okay. didn't really get off get off the ground, but <laughs> that kind of traumatized her. But now she finally broke through, and now she has this thing called OIM Naturals. Mm. I'm I'm reading from the laptop right now because I don't want to. Yeah. Mess it up. So basically, she's selling organic stuff, still so yeah. for the beach stuff. So yes. bronzing oil, oh you know, interesting. like stuff that I don't really understand, but I love her. So okay, let's do it. <laughs> bronzing oil, tanning oils, yeah. and aloe vera. So it's really good. Anyway, so girl I boss, try it's universal. It's very, it's like a fraternity really, sorority. Yeah, soror- <laughs> sorority. Solari, not bad. Not bad. But yeah, yeah um, what is that? Like, what? Why do you love it so much?
0: Okay, but just to clarify, so you cannot actually say girl boss anymore because that's trademarked by okay, Sophia go. Amoroso. Oh, okay. Hi, Sophia, Amoroso. I love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, I listen to your podcast as well. Anyway, okay. so yeah, but I, I think for me, it's more about like female empowerment right. because not because I'm a feminist. No, right. I, I believe in equality, but sure. I just feel like girls like me are more we're emotional. We're more emotional. Some are moms, some are like, breadwinner, like, some are single, some are, you know, we're different from, uh, the way men are wired. Like, when we go through, for example, when we go through a breakup, we're so emotional about it. And it could affect the way you see things. Right? And, let's not go farther when we have our period (laughs) when we have our period we have different moods can be (laughs) extremes right Right. Right. so i mean imagine going through that every month while running a business
1: hormones right your
0: hormones are up and down Mm -hmm. and you're running a business you're managing a team it could affect everything one meeting and you're in a bad mood or one meeting Uh. and you're really like i don't know you feel bloated you're craving right. whatever Fair it's just a out. lot yeah. of emotions right. and i feel like there's a lot of uh maybe a big reason as well why more female um business uh, female founders get burnt out or give up easily is because they feel a lot of emotions True. and for me my advocacy is just you know if you really believe in your your dream okay no matter what your gender is you just have to carry on you just have to keep believing it no matter what no matter what happens
1: that yeah, is amazing so
0: that's it and and it's just so happens that the female and uh, you know the female founders needed more because oh, but we need more like cap, you know hold yeah. hands together you can do this girl yeah, yeah. girl
1: but girl yeah, yeah. but in reality, it, the stats say it, like what you said, right? That it, it's we're 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 getting there, mm-hmm. and I think the Philippines <clears throat> is more open compared to our yeah. neighbors that in terms of opportunities for women yes. and whatnot. But at the, the at, also at the same time, there's still a lot of misogynistic stuff that's still being, um, yeah, put out there. I mean, you know, go I to mean, a
0: pitch room, pitch room, <laughs> it's all guys the fucking news,
1: <laughs> and our president would say some some really yeah, misogynistic yeah. stuff. So makes me cringe a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Let's call a spade a spade. However, that's not the end of the road. Um, now, Abby, I've never actually heard about this. You, you have a new startup. What is this new startup? Abby? Oh yeah. Yeah. What you curated
0: create So Curated Creates is a startup with my best friend and okay. my co-founder as well, in Style Genie. Steph, okay. hi Steph, love Start you. Okay. <laughs> so so Curated Crates. I've never met you, but.
1: <laughs> okay, she loves you <laughs> right.
0: okay it's more of a um, subscriptions platform cool so we it's a, it's a baby we launched it last early uh, late last year okay uh, it's basically advocating subscriptions or anything mm. recurring um, ah. it's registered in Singapore because Good actually, move. yeah that's the register. most important thing <laughs> So guys it's yes. very easy to register in Singapore and you can use stripe it took us an hour <laughs> do you use stripe? <laughs> I don't know. We went there just to sign stuff. Dude, but it took us an hour. When you're a Singapore hour. company,
1: you can use Stripe. And Stripe is to what register? they use. No. For payment, you oh, for payments. Yeah, for payments. Exactly. So charge, recurring exactly. stuff.
0: So, and yeah. that's important. And yeah. basically, curated, curated um was born because of the frustrations of Style Genie. Yeah. So if you see now, Style genies we pivoted to a okay. more on-demand cash-on-delivery kind okay. of service because... Not a lot of people have credit cards in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and it's a very new concept that people are not yet willing to commit. True, in a monthly basis, but yeah. people wants to try one time and pay in cash on delivery. So that's yeah. a different story. Yeah. So for um, different brands though, we mm. want to offer it still on a recurring basis. Like we have a wine delivery product. We mm. have a wine. Uh, we have a chocolate subscription. Wow. We have different kinds from all I mean, categories. Whoever thought
1: that Dollar Shave Club would be acquired? Yes. So, by so
0: Dollar, sh- uh, we want to build a lot of Dollar Shave Got Club. It. Mini businesses. So is it
1: similar to how like James is enabling people to create uh, businesses, shirt, uh, shirt businesses, businesses? Yes, but, but no, for curated. us, it's curated stuff that is and it's subscription Good. stuff. That is so great. Go,
0: please visit curatedcreates.com How do you spell that up? Q R A T E D. Okay. Crates, C R A T E S. It has nothing
1: to do with how Natasha always puts Q on anything. No,
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's cute. <laughs> Cuties. I'm sure Kubo yeah. will approve. Kubo Absolutely. approves.
1: Yeah. Okay, now um, let's talk about tips um, in terms of how to scale businesses, mm-hmm. fashion. I've always like you know the the way e-commerce revolves about what, and tell me if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But I see my my queen. She always is, when she uses her phone, she's not on Facebook. No, her house, her whole thing is yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Why is that so?
0: What is on Instagram? Like, like,
1: what the, the whole like she does her marketing on ah, Instagram. Yeah, she consumes yeah. content mm. via Instagram. Yeah. But what is it with Instagram and fashion that that just mm-hmm. like connects right away?
0: Well, because fashion is. It's a visual thing, right? Okay. You have to see what is style, and the only way to see it is through, fic- through photos. Okay. So, and the first thing you think about when you want to look for photos either Pinterest or Instagram. But Absolutely. But Philippines is more Instagram because of the influencers the queen. and stuff, celebrity. Yeah. You want to follow people. So yeah. So if you want to really focus on or, or target uh, customers who are yeah. visual, visually I correct. Know, who want you want to be visually appealing, Right. so you want to appeal to them through Instagram because that's where they are. So
1: Absolutely. I think the
0: tip there is that you go where your customers are. So for me, it's yeah. fashion. So the people who wants to look fashionable are on Instagram. Absolutely. But you know, it, it's a case to case basis. Depends yeah. on your product as well. Sounds good. Yeah.
1: All right, now Abby, um, we only have not, not not too much time, but I want to talk more. But Sorry. unfortunately, no, it's all good. Okay. But. Um, let's talk about, I guess, the last few questions. Is from from if someone wants to go into e-commerce and mm-hmm. they want to be able to get help. Of course, you do that as, yep. a, as a profession, mm-hmm. uh, as a side hustle. But what would you give them in terms of advice? Mm-hmm. That you know, all right, e-commerce. Why e-commerce now? And what should you? What should be the first few steps for them to jump into this 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 very big? Uh, prerequisite even now it's not even just like a trend dude you should be on e-commerce you have to be online (laughs) right correct so what would be your your, uh, advice
0: my advice is to really start somewhere if it's just a Facebook shop or you know Facebook page with a shop Mm -hmm. that's good enough Okay. Or if you don't want to manage your own, there's a lot of marketplaces you could join. There's GearIt, okay. Creates, there Genie for fashion. There you go. Um, there's Ifcuzazal, Zalora, Shopee. Right. You can, you know, just start with something because mm. if people can search for you on Google okay. but cannot buy directly online from you, that's already a lost no. customer, right? So, so you want to take somewhere. care of the whole funnel. Yeah, start yep. with start because people now yep. really search for something, compare yeah. it online, yeah. and then wants to buy immediately.
1: True.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, and, and this the opportunities are just endless in e-commerce. You right. can We have customers now from Singapore and wow. Malaysia and US and Dubai. And that we wouldn't market, uh, you know, we didn't even market to them. But since we are searchable online... then we got them as a customer so imagine the opportunities that you lose when you're not online correct um second tip would be um no matter where or which channel you go through just think of the customer experience first okay make sure that it's very easy for them we call it uh, bubble proof
1: (laughs) bubble proof okay so what does bubble proof
0: we call it bubble proof so like just imagine that you are selling your stuff online to a five year old.
1: Yeah, or, or an idiot. Or an idiot. <laughs> an idiot like, right. who
0: doesn't know how to buy your product. So yeah. you have to really explain it and make it very, very easy. Less steps, the better.
1: Okay, sounds so. good. So less complicated. Less
0: complicated, less steps. Yeah so that's actually good. that's why a lot of videos are surfacing
1: absolutely yeah. and just like to explain <laughs> explain and just sorry for the lack of it return but spoon feed the fuck out of it. spoon this feed right? yes You're exactly. Like shove it out of your right. mouth so
0: yeah but right. customers first personalize okay. it if you can
1: right yeah that is awesome so again Abby uh, before we let you go please invite people over to how they can find you and uh, curated trades and And all your other side hustles, you're you're everywhere. And then, if you want to invite them over to check out this TV show that you're going to be part of Mm. very soon, (laughs) uh, uh, yeah, please do. Yeah, so
0: please visit StyleGenie.ph We're on Facebook and on Instagram, StyleGenieOfficial um, Yeah, if you want to get styled by our celebrity stylist Just create your style profile and order a style box today uh, And of course, we have big news And please stay tuned on CNN It's going to be aired on March 17, Sunday at yep. prime time. I forgot the yeah, time I think it it's 9pm it's, yeah, right. uh, it's the final pitch so please watch out if you're gonna have a deal or not with one of the sharks of the Philippines there
1: you go I'm very excited thank you for coming on the show thank
0: you Ron I, I really it. really had fun USC, this is my represent. pleasure <laughs> there you go <laughs> USD go to the Mashans
1: there you go yeah. alright so again thank you for being here Abby and this is your Hustle Share podcast I'll see you guys in the next episode peace